Today you will eat God. You will eat God. You never ate God before. You confessed your sins. And with the blood of Jesus, your souls were washed so that you could eat God. Holy Communion is is not a symbol. It is the real thing. And it's not a thing. It is He. That's why we have Jesus on the cross. Because He gave His body and His blood for us to eat. But it looks like bread and it looks like wine. But it's no longer, after the consecration, it's no longer water and wine. Uh, Excuse me. It's no longer water, wine, and bread. Holy Communion is the body of Christ and the blood of Christ, really. It is really his body and really his blood. His body that he took from Mary on the Annunciation Day and throughout his development as he, until he was born on Christmas and his body which he at the Last Supper he said this is my body this is my blood and on the cross he died he gave his body and his blood on the cross to forgive our sins and to enable us to eat to eat God so that God can enter into us and we enter into God. At Mass, the bread is totally changed and the wine is totally changed. It is no longer bread and wine, but it is transubstantiated. The substance of the bread changes into the body, blood, soul, and divinity of Jesus Christ. The substance of the wine changes into the body, blood, soul, and divinity of Jesus Christ, who is God. God in the flesh. God in the flesh at Mass, through the ministry of the church, in the hands of the priest, takes bread and wine and changes them into himself so that he becomes the food. Christ said, I am the true bread, the living bread, that came down from heaven. It is He. Jesus Christ Himself is the Holy Eucharist. It seems to me that many people here would speak Spanish. How many people here do not do not understand Spanish of those sitting in the pews? Raise your hand, please. How many do not understand Spanish? All right, put your hands down. About ten of you. Thank you. So I'm going to speak a few words in Spanish for the other 90 who are present. La comunión es Dios. Comer la comunión es comer a Dios. 
es el cuerpo de Cristo y la sangre de Cristo. Digan todos, por, por favor. ¿Cuál es la hostia? ¿Cuál es? Es el cuerpo de Cristo. Todos dirán, es el cuerpo de Cristo. ¿Cuál es la hostia? Otra vez, los niños. No escuché a los niños. Digan muy fuerte los niños, el cuerpo de Cristo. ¿Cuál es la hostia? ¿Qué es la hostia? Pero los papás también pueden decir, todos juntos. ¿Qué es la hostia? Más fuerte, niños con papás. ¿Qué es la hostia? Más fuerte, ¿qué es la hostia? Y el vino se convierte en la sangre de Cristo. Entonces, ¿qué contiene la, el cáliz? La sangre de Cristo. ¿Qué contiene el cáliz? ¿Qué contiene el cáliz? No oigo a los papás, otra vez. ¿Qué contiene el cáliz? Así que la Eucaristía es el cuerpo de Cristo y la sangre de Cristo. Digan todos, la Eucaristía es el cuerpo de Cristo y la sangre de Cristo. La Eucaristía es... No hay equivocación. Porque Cristo dijo que yo soy el pan vivo que viene del cielo, que quiere decir que toda la demás comida está muerta. Si if Christ is the living bread, the implication is that every other food is dead. And it makes sense, because the other food, you eat it, and you're still going to die. But this food, if you live in him, and he lives in you, you will live forever. And so Christ said, John chapter 6, This gospel that we have of the multiplication of the loaves and fishes is from John chapter 6, the first verses. But if you continue in the second half of the sixth chapter of the gospel of St. John, you will see how he explains very clearly that his flesh is real food and his blood is real drink. If you eat my flesh and drink my blood, he says, my flesh is real food, my blood is real drink. He who eats my flesh and drinks my blood, I will live in him and he will live in me and I will raise him up on the last day because my flesh is real food and my blood is real drink. This is the logic of Holy Communion. Jesus Christ taught it and he being God in the flesh, he did it. He wanted to stay with us after his death. He rose from the dead. He went back to the Father, but he instituted the Eucharist so that he could be with us until the end of time. Transhistorically, through the perpetual sacrifice of the cross. See, the Mass is, the, is Calvary. It's the offering of Jesus Christ on the cross to the Father, the same action that he did 2,000 years ago in Jerusalem right outside the gates of Jerusalem. This is where God gives himself in the flesh for our food. It is not that Jesus is in the bread and wine or that he is here only spiritually. It is that while the appearances of bread and wine remain, they are changed and truly become the body and blood of Christ. Ahora, una pregunta. Cuando tú vengas a comulgar, 
cuando tú comes la hostia, ¿sabe como pan? Sí, sabe a pan, sabe a pan. ¿Huele a pan? Huele a pan. ¿Tiene, siente como si fuera pan? Sí, como si fuera pan. Todos los aspectos son de pan. No parece la carne de Cristo. Ese es el milagro de la Eucaristía. Lo que parece no es lo que es. Las apariencias, las apariencias que se quedan ahí. Pero lo que es la sustancia es transubstanciación. La sustancia del pan es completamente cambiada en la sustancia real de Dios encarnado Jesucristo. Es la carne y la sangre de Jesucristo. Ya no es vino. Ahora, cuando to si tomaran del cáliz, lo que toman no sabe a sangre, sabe a vino, huele a vino, parece ser vino, pero no es vino, es la sangre de Cristo, completamente la sangre de Cristo, pero sigue pareciendo como si fuera vino. Esa es la Eucaristía. That's why Christ says, and the priest says at the consecration, this is my body, this is my blood, my flesh is real food, and my blood is real drink. This is true, the true food. If you eat this food, you will live forever. I am the living bread came down from heaven. And that is why we worship the most blessed sacrament. This is God himself in the flesh, in living flesh. That's why we reserve the most blessed sacrament in our tabernacles under lock and key, in a very worthy receptacle, in the most beautiful buildings in the city. We build the most beautiful because this is God in the flesh. You can come here and worship him. That's why we kneel down. We have kneelers. We have a communion rail. You can kneel. You come here. We have the church open. You come and you pray. You spend time before him. Before this mass, I sat back there half an hour in silence, listening to him and talking to him, preparing to eat him. And you did too. You did it very beautifully. You came in. You had to take pictures, but it was remarkable with what reverence you came and prepared for your first Holy Communion. Even though it's an exciting day, you were quiet. I only heard one man on the phone over there and I asked him to go out. And then he went out and came back in. Because this is God, we worship him. We do right to worship him. This is God himself in the flesh, in the living flesh, who made himself food for you and for me. We kneel, we light candles, We burn incense, we ring bells, we use the most precious materials. If you could see this vestment, I chose this vestment because it's, it's, hand, it's threads that are, that are apparently woven by hand. It looks like silver and silk threads. You have the grapes and the flowers. It's, it's very well done. We use the best materials. Look, just consider these beautiful columns, the baldacchino, the paintings, the stained glass windows, the mosaics, the stone floors. We use the best because this is God. 
He doesn't need these things. We need to show him. And we receive him. Confessing our sins. And we receive him frequently. Even every day. You should want to eat God every day. To live the life of God. Querrían ustedes hoy hacen la primera comunión. Se dice la primera comunión para que no sea la última. Que sea la primera y mañana sea la segunda. Yo quiero que todos vengan mañana. Quiero que vengan mañana con sus vestidos de primera comunión. Con su traje de primera comunión. A ver, cuando hacen la segunda comunión. Que de cierta manera es más, más importante que la primera. Porque tienes que comer a Dios todos los días. Tienes que vivir con Dios. Today you do your first Holy Communion. In order to receive God every day. You can go to communion every day. We have Mass every day, three times a day at Holy Trinity. And tomorrow you should do your second communion. Put on your suit tomorrow. I give you permission. And sit right there and come up and receive the second communion, which in certain respects is more important than the first. The second and the third and the fourth. You can receive communion all week. If you want to come to 7 a.m. Mass, you can receive communion all week before school, before work, all year. You should want to. You receive communion. What do you do? You eat God. When do you want to eat God? Every day. If you eat God every day, you're going to eat God in heaven. You're going to be with God. You'll be okay. And everything will be okay with you.